Happy, happy, happy Monday morning. It's Hearts of Men. We are here. Yes, we are here for you. Coming at you, bringing you good news all the time, twice a week. Man, y'all say, don't sing. Don't sing. <laughs> hey, guys, it is good. It is good. Some of you are dragging around on a Monday morning. I get it. I was dragging around this morning too. But a cup of coffee will do wonders. Will do wonders. Happy Monday, the day after Resurrection Day. What a day it was. We celebrated the risen Lord Jesus. And we had an awesome time together here at our fellowship, and we were able to baptize a new brother in the river after church, which was amazing. God is so good. He loves to bring people into family. He's all about family, and uh, God is a father. He loves family. He's a healthy father. He's a good father in every way imaginable. God is good. All the time, all the time. So, guys, we're going to be talking today about the Jesus model, all right? And we've been talking about defining authentic manhood in these uh, episodes. I've been talking about, you know, different issues and things that we go through. And, um, again, this is um, hopefully um, been raw, real, and relevant to you. This is episode 15, which is a milestone, <laughs> my first milestone maybe, and I've started this podcast, um, let's see, a little over a month ago, so I'm trying to bring two a week, and I want you guys to share this, I really mean it, if this has been beneficial, if you're listening to this, would you consider sharing this, because the only way for these to get out is if you share them. I can only share them so far with people that I know, but for you who know people that I don't know, that you think, if there's men out there that you think would benefit from these, even if you think they wouldn't, but give it a try, okay? Maybe there's something that they would find encouraging. Maybe there's something they would find challenging. So um, I encourage you to share this episode, okay? I want to talk today about the Jesus model, um, defining authentic manhood is tough. I think we can agree on that because we don't see it much in our modern progressive culture. In today's worldview, the very idea of manhood has been emasculated and masculinity is under attack. As I've said before, the dominant narrative throws out labels such as clueless, knucklehead, bumbling idiot, and you fill in the blank. I love what um, you know. One pastor um, says this: um, "If you could package up today's definition of manhood, it would be the three B's: billfold, ballfield, and bedroom." Being a man in today's standards is about how much you make, what you do, and how you are with the ladies. Wow, does today's uh, culture have it wrong? And um, I think that it's important to see that this is this is reality for 
for most men in our in our culture, this is what they feel the success and how much money you make, you know, what sports you play or how good you are at performing in the workplace. And then, yeah, how many ladies you have um, or if you're married, there is a plethora of affairs and unfaithfulness happening. A lot of men cheating on their wives. If they're not married, sleeping around is the norm. And this is considered a successful man. And um, I think that, you know, really, um, we have to look to Jesus. Again, I'm going to say it just, just plain and simple. You know, Jesus is my model. He's, he's the vision. He's, he's our vision. He's the one we look to. He was the perfect man. He was tempted. The Bible says that he was tempted in every way, yet without sin. And it also says that he can relate to us in all of our weaknesses and all of our struggles and challenges. You know, Jesus went through more challenges in many ways than most of us men could ever imagine. He knows what it is to be a man and he is the model. And, uh, Unfortunately, um, you know, um, most of us men don't follow his model. Uh, we follow the Adam model. And here's why Adam was the first real man. God created Adam and God created Eve, if you remember in the beginning. And Adam did absolutely nothing. He did not step up and denied his very nature. And he chose the path of passivity. Here's the thing, guys. Every one of us carries in his heart the same failure. We repeat the sin of Adam every day. We won't take risk. We won't stand up and fight. And guys, we won't even rescue Eve. Ah, we're a chip off the old block. When it came to leadership and courage, Adam, in essence, became a spectator when the rubber met the road. And when he was faced with that great temptation uh, by the devil himself, I love what Theodore Roosevelt said. He says, we need the iron qualities that go with true manhood. We need the positive virtues of resolution, of courage, of indomitable will, of power to do without shrinking the rough work that must always be done. In our journey into authentic manhood, we can't do it alone, and we need a source of strength to help establish our steps, right? Maybe a navigator, a, a compass, a solid role model. How many of you had solid role models growing up? Maybe it was your dad. Maybe it was uh, someone you looked up to in the church, or maybe it was someone that wasn't related to you at all. Um, but I, I want us, no matter what your role model, either, either the lack of, or someone that you had, I want, I want us to start with Jesus Christ. I, I really want, because that's, we all can, can agree if we're willing to look at him, we all can agree that we have the same role model. If we're willing to allow him to be that for us, right? So you can't have the excuse, well, I never had one or I'll never have a role model or, you know, we can't just, uh, we can't lean on those excuses because we do have a role model. It's just, are you willing to take that risk 
to allow him to lead you because it's going to change your life. It's going to redefine, redefine you um, in the best way possible. Uh, Jesus did not live in passivity or back down from responsibility. He rejected passivity and invaded the issues head on. All right. That's really key to understand that Jesus always addressed issues head on. Oftentimes there was conflict involved. Oftentimes um, it offended his listeners or hearers, the ones that he was rebuking. Jesus, because he was fully God and fully man, he understood and could discern even the motives of men's hearts. And Jesus was not afraid for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of the truth, to speak the truth in love, no matter how much it hurt. And that's that right there is significant, a significant doorway into true biblical, authentic manhood. Speaking the truth in love, no matter what the cost. I love 2 Samuel 20, 33. It says, God is my strength and power, and he makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and sets me on high places. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your gentleness has made me great. You enlarged my path under me so my feet did not slip. Hmm. Let's break man's responsibility into three pieces today. Number one, the will to obey. Number two, a woman to love. And kids usually go with that. And a work to do. In contrast to the story of Adam and Eve, let's see how Jesus, Jesus' action and how he fleshed these things out in his own life. He's consistently doing the will of his Father. He laid his life down for his bride, or the church, and he finished the work he came to do at the cross. Adam reduced humanity and Jesus redeemed it. That's why it says Adam was, you know, uh, or the first Adam and the last Adam. Jesus is known as the last Adam. You know, Jesus redeems what Adam started and failed at. Uh, okay, this is great, but how does this define authentic manhood? Here is what we can learn from Jesus. And, um, Really, there's four simple steps to break it down. Um, Jesus rejects passivity, expects God's great, greater reward, accepts responsibility, and leads courageously. So those four characteristics. To reject passivity in your life, to expect a greater reward, God's greater reward, Number three, to accept responsibility. And number four, to lead courageously. So um, we have to move away from the Adam model, okay, of passivity, of denying or rejecting responsibility, 
All right, we have to move away from that, which is natural to us, which feels most natural to our human nature because we are fallen beings, right? And even as those of you that are Christians, you're born again and you're in a process of sanctification, of, of which simply means that you're getting to know God every day. You're growing, you're applying principles, biblical principles into your life. You're learning to love, you're learning to tell the truth, you're learning to be faithful, whatever it is. Um, all of those things are a part of your journey of 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 being redeemed, of being sanctified. Um, so um, we got to step up to the Jesus model of manhood. You know, um, we're not going to get it right all the time, right? That's okay. God's uh, God's not expecting perfection, and I think this is really really important for you to hear. In your journey of following Jesus, of looking to Him as the mo- as your model, you know um, God does not expect you to be perfect in that. He knows we're going to mess up. He knows we're going to make mistakes, but we have to take steps. Right? Though a man should stumble and fall, says the Lord, will pick him up. And I think that that's the key: is that we're going to stumble and fall. We're going to move forward. We're going to take steps, and sometimes in moving forward, we get discouraged because it feels like we're moving backwards because it's new territory and it's unfamiliar to us and we've been used to passivity and so to do the opposite of passivity um which is to take responsibility it's it's it feels foreign it feels weird it feels uncomfortable and so in our journey of overcoming those things and actually applying um responsibility and courage um it's going to take a lot of grace, a lot of grace. Um, so, so what we need to do though is to step up and learn to become true men because the world is craving for real authentic men and our families desperately need leadership in our homes. Desperately, our families need leadership. You know, most Women, most wives, are waiting for their man to step up and take responsibility. Hands down, you ask across the board, and I'm again, I'm, I'm speaking mostly to probably to uh, to Christian wives, but but even <laughs> those out there that aren't Christians or that, that don't have any faith, um, it's still a desire in your wife's heart that you would step up and lead because those virtues, those characteristics, where do they originate from? Where does the characteristics of courage and taking responsibility and being proactive, where, I mean, you got to ask the question, even if you're not, I challenge you in this, if you're not a, a person of faith or if you don't follow Jesus, who do you follow? And what is your example to look to? You know, are, are you simply seeing it in other men? Yeah, you can look to to you know certain virtues and characteristics but where did they get it from if if you follow buddha or muhammad or gandhi or whatever what is the source you know um do you do you believe that there is a creator who created us to function in a certain way has given us a model of those characteristics and so um yeah if if your wife is wanting you to take responsibility Okay. Ultimately, that's a really good thing. And ultimately, there's a there's a source of origination to that. 
That's the way God created us men to function before the fall. So are you ready to step up and reject passivity? Am I ready for this? This is hard. This is in my own life. This is a challenge. This is a struggle. And I often ask myself the question, am I ready for this? I so desperately want to. I so desperately want to be ready. I, I want to step up. And believe me, one of the reasons I'm doing these episodes is because this is a reality in my own life. I'm not preaching to you. I'm side by side with you. I'm encouraging you. I'm provoking you. I'm spurring you on. But I'm also running in the trenches with you. I'm stumbling with you. I'm growing with you. You got to ask yourself the question, are you ready to stop living for yourself and step into the reward God has for you? Are you ready to step up and accept responsibility for being a man, a father, and a husband, wherever you find yourself right now? If you're listening to this and you you have a, a one-year-old and you're just new to the whole realm of parenting, or if you're listening to this and you're 50 years old and your kids are in college, or if you're listening to this and you're 19 years old and you're a sophomore in college and you're just asking a lot of questions about it, what does it mean to be a man and um, what does it mean to face the world? So are you ready to step up and live courageously from your heart? I want to encourage you because Jesus rejected passivity on every level. Was he tempted to be passive? Absolutely. You can guarantee that he went through the feelings of the temptation to be passive. Was he um, tempted to not take responsibility in certain situations? I would say yes. Um, but when we look at his life and when we study his life and we see even the things that we scratch our heads at and some of the things that he said that we don't fully understand at every turn jesus spoke with deep conviction jesus spoke with clarity jesus spoke even when he was talking in parables and some didn't understand the parables jesus spoke with with truth jesus spoke in integrity jesus spoke with the very nature and, and, and character of his father And I would like to draw your attention to his model, to his life that we might emulate. And really, I'd, I would like to say that he is the only model. We can have secondary role models and we can kind of, you know, look to people that we admire. But what is it that you admired? You know, if you admire someone in Hollywood, a movie actor, because of their good looks and because of their the, the money they've made and because of their acting abilities, at the end of the day, man, that's, that's a movie. That's not real life, you know? And in our culture, we look up to these, these, these celebrities as like a standard of excellence or a standard to follow, and there couldn't be anything further from the truth. As most of their lives are in complete shambles. You know, what would it be like to act every day? Think about this. What would it be like to, hey, I'm all for acting. I'm all for 
films, quality films and all that good stuff. But can you imagine having to act like a superhero, knowing that you're going to be, you know, over and over again, you're just going to be shooting these scenes, you know, that, that are not that, and then someone's going to edit it all to make it look like it's real. <clears throat> and maybe that's how most men live their lives. You know, they're, they're thinking that they are actually a superhero when, when in reality, they're not in reality, they're just getting paid a buttload of money to just act and have someone else get paid a buttload of money to edit it all and make it look amazing and put all these crazy effects to it. Right. But that's not real life. That's not real life. And so who are you emulating? You know, think about people that you would emulate. Like who, who do you look up to currently in your life? And why would Jesus not be someone that you, if he is the perfect man and the complete, completest man that ever lived and the only man that ever raised himself from the dead and the only man that has the power over death, over destruction, over any of these issues that you struggle or are currently struggling with in your life, if he's the only one that has the ability to overcome those things, then, then why would we not look to him and only to him? Because we're to emulate Christ. We're to live and love as Christ did by the power of the Holy Spirit that's in us. And so, um, yeah, let, let us struggle forward. Let's move forward. Let's enjoy this process and wrestle with this process of living courageously from our heart and um, being defined, being defined as God's men. We are God's men created in his image. He defines us. He alone um, has the ability to move us forward to move us forward so um the jesus model the jesus model god help us to look to you help us to see clearly jesus in front of us so that we can emulate him so that we can walk as he did so that we can see that there is there is hope uh, that it's possible to see our lives transformed from the inside out from the inside out. Amen. So, um, you know, I also want to say if, if you have any feedback for things that you want me to, to talk about topics that are on your heart, questions that you might have, um, I'd love to, to hear those. I'd love to, um, to get some of those so we can, um, we can do that. And I also, if I can figure out the technicality of how to do it, I, I want to interview some people. I want to bring on some people that I think would be really uh, helpful to ask some questions on authentic manhood and, and people that I admire and look up to um, because those people have applied the Jesus model to their life. And, um, you know, fathers, husbands, uh, warrior men, lovers of God, yeah, there's a number of people that I could bring on. And so I'm going to be trying to figure out how to do that, um, how to make that technically possible um, through all of this streaming technology and the way this all, this all works. So it's still still figuring it out. But 
Um, yeah. I hope that this is uh, encouraging to you. And um, again, if you have any feedback, please let me know. And I hope that the rest of your day is blessed and the rest of your week is blessed. You are awesome. I believe in you. And I believe that nothing is impossible for the one whose faith is in God. Let's keep doing this. This is Hearts of Men. Thank you again for tuning in. It means so much. And um, we will be here in a few days. Thank you.